Hey, everybody. This- Hello? Hey. Hey, everybody. Y'all here? Yeah. All right, this is Black Aziz, and you guys are listening to You Know Why. Today, we're joined by Adrian, Kelly, and Livia. And the topic that we're going to be talking about is the one-year anniversary of the Orange Racist Presidential Administration of America. So I just want to get you guys to take on the trauma that we've all gone through and, you know, what you all think about this ongoing nightmare. Like, as, like, <laughs> like as far as the president, as far as the, like, shutdown, what do you guys want to the shutdown that we're in right now? I think... I think it's a great I think it's a great thing to do on your one year anniversary as far as you know anything is to shut down your place of business. I think it's great for a performance review. I think it's just amazing that you know you start at a place and then a year later you shut it down. It's fantastic. So symbolic, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just torch it. You know, I think that, that that's the one-year anniversary <laughs> gift is a box of matches. Yeah. It's a can of uh, kerosene and a whole and a Zippo lighter. That's the one-year anniversary. A lot of people think it's paper, but it's they're wrong. Yeah. Because uh, then you don't have to get feedback from anyone. You just like, you know what? I'm closing the place down. I don't care what they think about me. Let's just let's get rid of it. At this point, America is like the uh, like the real life version of that meme with the dog sitting oh. the <laughs> with all the flames. This is fine. This is oh fine. yeah, yeah. This is fine. This is fine. That, that, we really should just make that our national flag in this <laughs> With uh, the dog, little cartoon dog. <laughs> yeah, it's like he, he says he's like the Democrats gave me a great anniversary gift, and it's like, oh yeah, eight hundred thousand pe- like dreamers. Like at risk of deportation, um, yeah, that that would be a good gift. Like if you're a white supremacist, bad. Thank you. Shit. Like I mean, and, and then people are like, but how is he racist? How is he racist though? How is he racist? Just for crazy. They know. They know why. They know why. Yeah. They pretend like they don't, but they know why. Yeah. You know, you should start a podcast called "You Know Why." I really should. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, it's just unbelievable. The fact that he's calling this Schumer, that it's being called Schumer shutdown is hilarious to me because for as long as Chuck Schumer has been like in politics, he's usually, as far as I know, he's usually pretty like decent as far as, you know, coming to a compromise or whatever the case was. Um, I really think, um, the administration, this current one, really just thought they were just going to walk up in there. And I think that the orange man really believed that he was just going to be a king. Like, <laughs> he was just going to walk up in there and everybody was just going to do whatever he said. And it's it's so yep. telling that they're so incompetent. Like, it's just exactly. amazing. That whole scenario with them, you know, having the basically the majority in the House, the majority in Congress, and they still can't get anything done, which is kind of like the classic case of the dog that caught the car. (laughs) 
they got it. Yeah. Now they don't know what to do. You know how you see yeah, dogs like, and they like to chase after a car or whatever. These guys caught it and now they are not prepared. And everybody is cheering them on because of the racism that they're spewing, saying that they're speaking their minds. It, they're going to have a hard way to go when they realize how this shutdown is going to affect them. Yeah, and I think they just fail to understand how real government actually works. Like, especially ours. Like, ours is, like, by design. Like, it's slow. Um, and yeah. then you're working with, like, a bipartisan, you know, team. Nobody ever gets everything they want. Like, ever in the history of any kind of political anything. Like, Correct. usually what happens is people come to the table, like, that side doesn't get everything, the other side doesn't get everything. Everybody leaves a little unhappy, but at least the people were served the best they could. Like, yeah. that's the way it goes. Like, you, you know, it's not or, like a Yeah, or the Democrats, you know, they, they get paid to uh, to lose. Or they get paid by their corporate donors to be like, I'm sorry, they said no. Bye, guys. Yeah, it seems like they're taking a lot of time because they actually shut the government down. So I will give them points for that. For for once in their lives, they didn't cave in. So I was surprised, but good job. Yeah, I'm, you know, I just think it's funny how all the Republicans who haven't worked in, I don't know, I'm going to say a good 10 years are like, oh my gosh, the shutdown. What is happening? I'm like, you literally didn't do anything for about a decade. Now this is an issue. This is an issue for you. Okay. It's like, whatever. Oh, my God. I, I hate everybody. I hate every fucking body. So, and like Mitch McConnell and his Franklin the Turtle self just, I don't know what's going on. Yep. We tried, y'all. Like... <laughs> It's weird, like, he and Paul Ryan, like, get together and do ritual sacrifices and stuff. Like, how evil are these people? Like, they really, like, they have such a boner to, like, kill poor kids. Like, they, they're so gross and evil. It's so weird to me. I think That's my theory. Wait, say that again? When you were a kid, somebody did some fucked up shit to those boys that made them so that made them evil adults. I think they like, follow. It makes sense. I mean, it's I just strange. My version of carry on or something, and they were like, never again. Everybody well, must right suffer. now they don't even have anything to lose because even in the midst of this shutdown, they're not missing a paycheck. They don't miss a paycheck. So there's yeah. no connection there. I think if they stood something to really lose, then we'd see some, you know. Yeah. Changes. Yeah, they don't care. They still get there. We learned that with the tax paper. bill, though, because, I mean, like, every, literally, they're all going to benefit from the tax bill, and they were basically like, mm-hmm. fuck it. We're on our way out, so the ship is sinking, but you know what? We've got the gold, so fuck y'all. Well, yeah, I think they don't care, too, because, like, their careers are over. Um, one reason why we're seeing these, like, horrible candidates for some of these like federal positions um, that, you know, the executive branch specifically appoints us. Cause I think anybody in DC with any worth or any like actual real like reputation is just, they're like, Oh yeah. no, like, no, the I'm only person who's probably going to have a job out of this is probably uh, Mattis because you know, he is who yeah. he is. And I actually, he'll probably never say it, but I feel like, he is protecting us from terrorism, foreign and domestic, right about now. Like, I'm glad he's there. 
can't basically like snatching the, the fork out of Trump's hand before he puts it in on a daily basis. When he, you know, when he, he doesn't made, use a uh, fork. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's our, but we are to a certain extent. There's only so much that Madison can do. Hopefully, yeah. things over because they he's because of Trump's recent antics. I mean, you can pick and choose which ones, but after insulting some other countries the way he did. And insulting my people the way he did, you right. know, they are our allies out there, and mm-hmm. they can pull the same stunt that happened with the four of our Americans that got killed, you know, mm-hmm. um, before in Niger because mm-hmm. the uh, the other our allies pulled out because he insulted them. So right. you know, we're kind of sitting ducks right now because yeah. of this yeah. idiot, and it's just um, I can't. It's really sad that the people that voted for him. To me, I feel like they voted for him just so they could um, be overt with their racism. And that trumped literally, no pun intended, but that trumped yeah. everything. It's and it's interesting. It's interesting because you're right. Like the only critique the supporters have of him is he, he should stop tweeting. Like that's it, guys. Like that's it. That's, yeah. the, <laughs> that's the only thing you have to say. And I voted for... Um, Barack Obama twice and I you know that could be a different conversation I had some issues with like his foreign policy and other things like he wasn't perfect for me he was just the best you know out of the bunch but for these folks to just be like the only thing they have to say is his tweets it's just like all right guys okay then I guess yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the only thing that they can say. You don't want to blame everybody else for why he can't get anything done. And I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, could you, could you be a little classier about your white supremacy? Could you, like, make sure that your KKK outfit is crisp and it's not all wrinkly because you're making us look bad? Don't be so sloppy. (laughs) You know, that kind of reminds me of what Lee Atwater said back in the 80s when he said, basically, racism is okay if you can code it and make it look respectable. But the thing is with Trump, he's he's only embarrassing them because he broke Lee Atwater's rule and he'll just come out and just say some racist shit and not even code it. So they can't even try and like, hide it or downplay it with some kind of other issue like oh we're not racist this is what we really care about when in fact they are racist yeah i mean the gop has been the party of racism for like a really long time and they're just like they're like you're making us look bad like we know who you are your your policies have really really hurt marginalized people for decades and decades and decades but now you're like oh we don't like what he's saying oh he's making us look bad it's like no we see you we see all of you yeah Stop it. You can try to distance yourself from him now, but you propped him up. And I have no, I have no patience for somebody like Joe, like uh, Joe Scarborough, Morning Joe being like, I can't believe what about you? You had him on your show multiple times. You let him call in from the toilet. You didn't even, (laughs) he didn't even have to like come in and show his face. You asked him questions while he was on the toilet and you propped him up and now you're like, oh, I don't like this. No, no, we see you. Shut up. Everybody's like, he literally called Mexicans criminals the first day of his campaign. Oh yeah, I mean, just, I mean, everything just, I mean, just people who are, who have like disabilities, just women, just everything. And this is who, you know, and I, 
I guess I have I take issue with the fact that again, like you know, we're saying that you know folks who support him, you know, they look bad. But this idea that only you know poor people in Appalachia or wherever that were you know totally ignorant cast that vote. People with graduate degrees who are like yeah. myself, you know, they they marked that little circle for him as well. So I just take issue with, you know, it was only that, no, y'all put him there for a reason. And now that he's just kind of showing everything and y'all in a negative light, all of a sudden it's, oh, he didn't mean that or whatever. Or my favorite, how is he racist though? Yeah, how is he racist? <laughs> like how much, it's more like how, how much time do you have how long do you? <laughs> I, got, I got acquainted with a phrase recently that really, I think, uh, nails down what that tactic is about. It's called weaponized ignorance. Hmm. And it's like, no, you know exactly what you're doing, pretending that you don't know. Yeah. You know, like, give me, give me a link. Give me, show me this. And then you show it to them. And they're like, how does that prove it? And it's just like, no, no, no. Like, I don't, you're either, like, I just don't even believe that you're that ignorant. I think yeah. that you are deliberately being an asshole. And so it's good to just identify those people and, like, keep it moving. Just, like, hit mute, block, whatever, because... <laughs> There are so many people who are like well-meaning. I'm in the resistance, and they like spend hours trying to convince these people who, like, for all we know, are Russian bots. Like, here's how he's racist. I'm gonna spend 12 hours. Mommy, please come help me with my homework. I can't. I'm talking to Trump supporters, honey. I can't. I'm doing my duty for the resistance. Don't know why. Um, you know, I'm not like, nope, I'm not doing it. Like, what do you mean how? I mean, really? <laughs> Water is wet. Right. <laughs> it's the planet Earth. <laughs> uh, all right. Explorers actually turn against Wait, say that again? What do you think it would take for Trump supporters to actually turn against them? I don't think anything. No, yeah. Nothing, like absolutely nothing. I mean, he, he said it himself. I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue, and I wouldn't lose them. It's true. People would be like, "Oh, that must have been something." Like they would come up with any and every. And Sarah, <laughs> um, God bless her plight. Um, who knows what she did in her former lives? Because she's so. <laughs> back, if she comes back as anything, like only. Only Lord knows, only Jesus, Brahma, all of us. <laughs> Who knows? But her, she, <laughs> she just has a terrible job, and I'm pretty sure she. I think she actually enjoys it. I think she actually thinks she's really doing a great job. Like yeah. I really like, trying to defend. I really think she believes in her heart that she is like so for this, and that she's gonna deserve to get a whole bunch of stuff after all this is over, and she's not. It kills me that Sean Spicer and Anthony Scaramucci were like on the view and are being, you know, like people talk to them. I'm like, um, you aided and abetted white supremacy at like, you know, the top of the government level. You should be in jail, not on the fucking view. I'm still trying to figure out who the hell decided to make Scaramucci like. The, the press secretary for that, like they were all probably just like you know Sarah Huckabee saying, probably all friends of friends because anybody worth their salt in D.C. is not like with a reputation. They're not touching. They are not touching Capitol Hill. They're yeah. not touching. Like they're like, oh no, 
let me just stay consulting or stay doing what I'm like. They're not. They're just not doing it. Yeah, I don't want any McDonald's breadcrumbs in my bed. I mean, like we all we all know, like the whole Trump shit fall apart eventually. It's 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 like a a bicycle where like the wheels aren't screwed in. It's just gonna fall off eventually. And like, what are they gonna do after? Because nobody's gonna want to touch these people after everything. I have, you know, and I have no idea what it's like. To your point, as far as Trump supporters, what it's gonna take. I don't think anything. I don't think he can do anything wrong with dangerous because someone that's popular and I guess you could call it charisma. Not sure, you know, like he is. They're very, they're very dangerous. I don't think he has that much charisma. I just think that he represents what people want to say but can't. But now that he's saying it and he's making certain kinds of folks, you know, certain kinds of Americans look bad, now they want to, oh, just stop the tweeting. And, oh, once yeah. he gets in there, he's going to get it better. Like, the first, the whole point of the first 100 days for a presidency, the whole point is to lay everything out, which you want to try to do for the for the four years. And I, mean, I don't think he's going to get better. I think we're going to see either more of the same or unfortunately it's probably going to get probably a little, you know, a little bit worse, probably a lot worse because it just... Uh, <laughs> one thing that it'll take for Trump to lose support from his base is they have to find out that he has like a black child. That he's yeah. Maybe. Like <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or or they yeah, or like, you know, he takes one somebody does one of those DNA tests on him and it, you know, some ancestor of his was black. They might be like, Oh my god. Get rid of him now. Right? <laughs> yeah. But it's like, but even then, like, I don't know, like these people, like he's their, he's their life raft. He's like the last life raft of just like, they, they're so, uh, they're just, it's, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to say it's, it's, it's what I hope for rather. It's like, I can't, I can't say this definitively, but I hope, I hope that this is like the last death rattle of, you know, of, of, uh, that particular kind of, um, I don't know. Never don't mind know. me. Never mind me. Yeah. No. It's like a cyclical thing that keeps coming back over and over again. This is just another. Like, I mean, in the 20s, you had the clan who had like 500,000 members or so, some scene number like that. Yeah. In the 50s and 60s, you had the segregationist movement. Yeah. And it's really, and it's interesting because it's the same sentiment from like 1865. Like, all of this, like, right now. It's all the same. It's all the same sentiment that yeah. you know white men felt you know had because we wouldn't work. You know, folks wouldn't black people wouldn't work for free anymore. All of a sudden, we became lazy. We became a threat to their yeah. you know economic you know security. Well, the real threat to their economic security was basically we're not working for free anymore. That's the real threat. There, we weren't yeah. taking anything away. We're just not doing this anymore. And because of their perception of us, you know not being worthy, you know, of life, of being human. And this is, it's still the same. It's the same thing from 1860, the same exact thing. It's just now it's, you know, technology. And now you have this orange man representing that. And um, I think one thing that annoys me about a lot of this is people want to find common ground and, and say they throw that word around. I can't find common ground with you if you don't think I'm deserving of like human rights. 
Yeah. Like I can't I can't do it. <laughs> and if I see another if I see another one of those pieces, it's like let's talk to Trump supporters about how they're feeling. Shut the fuck up. We know how they're feeling. It's not important. And I well, one thing that I've noticed about the whole not even even before Trump, one thing that I've noticed when Obama was first elected and he got all of that backlash and like, you know, he's really Muslim, he's not American. Like I felt like that was a direct correlation from the end of slavery when black people first started running for office, started having their own businesses and having a bit of control. And they were deemed as not being able to govern, not being worthy of, you know, their Americanness or whatever. And it's the same thing. That's why I say this is basically reconstruction 2.0 that we're living through right now. Absolutely. And it and it's, it really is because they, you know, they still feel you. We have like public officials, you know, still going around saying, you know, spouting that stuff that, you know, African-Americans and other people of color, you know, are unable to have responsibility or legislate or do anything but smoke weed all day and be unemployed. Yeah. And it's 2018. Like what, what, where are you living? Like what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> The other thing that just really bothers my mind is like the they keep talking about like how well we want people to pull their own weight and pay their fair share and this and that, but at the same time we're going to give giant tax breaks to the rich. At the same time, we're you know like, did you see the video going around of uh, Bill Koch's? I think it's Bill Koch from one of the Koch brothers. There's David and Bill, I think. One his son Wyatt Ingram Koch. Uh, he has a a, a a chain of he has like a a, a t-shirt line, mm-hmm. and it's it's on YouTube and it's one of the most embarrassing things that you could ever watch in your life. And it's this ugly rich kid who's like, my dad said to me, hey, Wyatt, you can do anything you want to in life as long as you do it with passion. And he has this ugly ass T-shirt line. And he's he's like an ugly, like billionaire rich kid who's going to get all sorts of tax breaks. But. There are all these people who are complaining about, you know, uh, immigrants taking, you know, jobs away, immigrants, you know, um, not paying their fair share, welfare queens, this and that. Well, what about the people at the top of the food chain who are taking, you know, millions and millions of dollars in tax breaks and they're already billionaires? You don't have a problem with that? They, they really don't. Uh, let me they, see if I can get Kelly and um, Adrian back on. I think they both yeah. dropped. So let me see if I can get them on. I'll be back in one second. All right, cool. All right, let me see. I just, I'm just going to send the invite out. Can we talk about? Um... Well, just to wrap that point up is like you know, right there, I've just called your bluff. Yeah, you know, you say that what you care about is the economic prosperity of this country and everybody paying their fair share. Mm-hmm. But 
actually what you really care about is being racist and keeping people of color down. Because if you really cared about economic responsibility, you would not want these people getting massive tax breaks. So, yeah. look, you know, I mean, what do you have to say to that? Nothing. They just don't want they 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 just uh, they just want to keep people down. What I were agree. you gonna say? Oh well, actually, like missed like half your statement because I like toggled away. Oh okay. I'm sure, I'm sure I agree with it because I hate everything. <laughs> point. Yeah, I'm just calling bullshit on people saying that they want everybody to pay their fair share while giving massive tax breaks to people who already oh, have no. They don't. Years. They they, they they want their money. That's what they want. They they can yeah. get about working people or Appalachia or whatever people that they're using at the moment. Yeah, but one of the things that I'm I'm interested in is I mean his, you know Donald's I like to call him Dirty Donald because yeah. you know he likes to use he's like you know Schumer shut down and like all these dumb you know alliterations. Uh, I like to call him Dirty Donald because I think it really would get under his skin because he's also a germaphobe. That so is a good point. <laughs> to call him Dirty Donald. Anyway, so one of the things about him I just wonder is like his approval rating is really low. Half mm -hmm. of his followers aren't even real. They're paid or they're bots or whatever. Like there there have been these audits done on his Twitter account. Um, anybody can do it and see how many of his followers are fake and they're at least half or more than half are fake. So I wonder in terms of like his dwindling support and stuff like that and your website uh, are you sorry yet.com like people you know I feel like while on the one hand there's nothing he can do to uh, you know lose any of his supporters on the other hand I feel like he is doing things to lose supporters no what do you think I, I mean I don't think he's really losing them I think they're frustrated because he's not what they hope for but they will put on that like public face just despite liberals ha 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 we won Look what look we're we're doing. Everything is great. When in the back of their head, they know they're screwed. Hmm. Because I mean, I've confronted people a couple of times. We're crying about Donald Trump on Twitter, and then as soon yeah, as I confront I've seen them, it. <laughs> ah, ha ha! You're just mad. You lost, loser. Yeah. I'm owning the libs by getting screwed by the government <laughs> out of my health insurance and <laughs> taxes. I have no insurance, but you know what? I got my <laughs> white president. So, ah. <laughs> yeah, with the coffee cup, everything's fine. I mean, I miss having a president who can read. That's like the bare minimum that I want right now. Just illiterate president. Was there anything that he has done that surprised you? I mean, like, yes, you knew, yeah. you know, but has there, was there anything that he did that you were like, well, I, I honestly, I didn't think he would, he would do that. Is there uh, anything? Maybe I want to say maybe probably the beef between him and Bannon, which that probably shouldn't surprise me because I knew everything would fall apart eventually. Mm. But between that and Fire and Fury, just like being so careless and letting somebody get into all of your like dirt and shit, I guess that's probably what surprised me the most because they've done so much dirty shit, but they were so cavalier about it that they just let it out in the open. And now it's just like the couple fighting in front of Waffle House right now. <laughs> Do you think that it's going to damage him, really, that book? 
I don't I don't think it's gonna damage him any more than it's damaged right now. Like these people aren't gonna let up. Like the, they they may hate him inside. They may know he's like a terrible president inside, but they're not gonna let up when it when it's between him and then voting for a quote unquote liberal. So I yeah. feel like they're gonna stick to the guns until like they basically burn inside the metaphorical house, which they probably deserve. One of the things that really blows my mind, too, is thinking about the future and, you know, various different, you know, uh, state official uh, events where former presidents will come together. You know, it's like a that's going to be quite interesting. Yeah. Like, what's that going to be like? Like what? He'll be at the table all alone, basically. I don't think anybody's going to want to sit with him. Ugh. Him and then some random woman named Candy that he just met. <laughs> Ugh. Like, just I'm still president. Let with a porn star and then paid her off and then, like, nobody cares. It's like, it's not a scandal. No. Like, like okay, he's having a porn star. That's not a big deal. But the fact that he shows. That he's susceptible to like bribing people for their silence. That should be a big deal, but nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's just, it's just, you know, what happened this minute. You know, <laughs> I mean, within, <laughs> I mean, within eight hours, you know, like he can do so much shit. Like we're, we're, we're really being worn down, I think. And I don't want to say that in a way that's despairing because I, I don't, I, I just don't believe in being cynical. And I, I just, uh, am always gonna, gonna fight as much as I can. I, I will not let you win. You will not take my spirit. But, also, hand in hand, it's it really does seem like there's this general wearing down of our our psyches of just like we really wouldn't be surprised by anything. And, you know, he, he can do just a ton of terrible shit in like, you know, any given, you know, 24 hour news cycle. And it just is nothing the next day because there's just going to be a whole other, you know, round of shit from him. It's really weird and it's scary. And like I was saying before with like talking about how did we get here, you know, and, and George W. Bush and people, you know, being like, oh, well, I miss him. At least, you know, Trump isn't as bad as him. And I'm just like, no, you got to keep the perspective and and not get worn down and not get, you know, not not just be happy for, you know, just little table scraps of only 500,000 people being killed as a result of the Iraq war. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know it was cute when he struggled with his poncho. OK, but, you know, like don't let your standards get so low and so low and so low and also like don't lose sight of the of our country's history that this is a white supremacist nation and trump is the current hood ornament it's not just all about him it's about all these different things that have gotten us here and all of the various different ways that we can it's actually empowering i think to not put it all on one person but to for all of us to look at, okay, what are the various different structures that we have in place that we can, you know, attack on these various different, you know, fronts, like it's like it's a war, you know, here are the various different battlegrounds that we have to fight in. And it isn't just all about, you know, the the one person at the top who, you know, 
he he's a piece of shit and he's embarrassing and everything, but he's also to some extent untouchable and he's being propped up by all this other stuff that we can, we can tear down at their base levels. If we, if we identify them and, and work culturally and massively and as much as we can towards the systems that put him in power in the first place. I mean, I agree. I think if anything, Donald Trump is just a, cultural reflection of the problems of white America because he's everything that they say that they aren't. He's mediocre, mediocre. He's racist. He's just like incompetent, competent. But, but for some reason he gets held up as a standard of what every person should be by a lot of people. And it's just like, you not realize how like frightening this is, especially for like, people of color who have seen Obama just constantly degraded for every little thing when he was office, when he was in office. Like, the man couldn't even, like, wear a tan suit without people calling on him to be impeached. He wore a tan suit and people wanted him to be impeached? Well, there was a big controversy a few years ago when he wore, he wore a tan suit and then later all of these pundits were outraged because... It wasn't formal enough. I don't think they were actually calling it on. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. It it was a fucking tan suit that he wore. And it was like, even with the whole flag pin thing, people were saying that he's not American because he didn't wear a flag pin, didn't put his hand over his chest, whatever, whatever. But I mean, Trump literally more than likely worked with the Russians to get information on his opponent and like basically. Yeah, and he doesn't know the words of the national anthem. He doesn't know the words to the fucking national anthem, for God's sake. Yeah, so it's like, so again, it, like, here's the hypocrisy of like, okay, I'm going to call your bluff. Like, you say that you're a patriot. You say that, you know, you, you have a problem with Obama doing various, these various different things. But then when, you know, Donald Trump does not know the words of the national anthem, it's fine. And it's just like, well, you know, I mean, you're not fooling anybody. Like, I don't you know. know. Like, have the, like, amazing, amazing superpower of just keeping their head, head so far in the sand just for so long. It's like, how yeah. long can you keep your head in the sand until the shit blows up in your face? Like, you're not helping yeah. yourself. And that's what I wonder about, like, the, the shit blowing up in their face. Like, I mean, is it is it going to be when they actually see firsthand that they don't have health care? Is it going to be when they see firsthand that, you know, he said that he was going to bring back all these jobs and we still don't have a job? Like, is that actually going to affect them in any way? Are they going to continue to blame Obama? Oh, no, they're, they're going to find somebody else to blame, I guarantee you. I remember when the recession happened under Bush. I mean, everybody lost their shit. They were mad at Bush for a little bit. But then when Obama became president, why hasn't Obama fixed the economy? Obama's ruined the economy. And then even today, they're basically claiming Obama shitted on the economy when he literally had to keep the whole country from falling into shambles because Mr. George W. I invaded the wrong country. Bush shat on the whole country. Yeah, and he also gave massive tax breaks to the rich. Yep. So... You know, here here we are again. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like, like I'm amazed that we haven't literally nuked ourselves at this point because that's what it's looking like. That's the direction it looks like we're going. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
it's it, these are these are very very interesting times. I mean, never I, I never thought in in a million years, and I saw Donald Trump on the you know Celebrity Apprentice. I I love my garbage TV shows. I love that shit. I never in a million years thought thought that he would be the president. I mean, it's just it it we really are living in the weirdest weirdest horror movie. Like I said, it's called Small Hands. Like, it was just terrorizing us. Like, <laughs> at the reality show host and just like that guy, that guy should be our president. <laughs> and then the Simpsons, didn't they have a, a thing? Like there are all these funny conspiracy theories about like how the Simpsons predicted the future. And one of them was like Trump going down the escalator or something. And then like, it was supposed to be so absurd when the Simpsons did it. They thought, oh, okay, this would never happen in real life. But lo and behold, here we are. Right. But there's a conspiracy theory out there that the Simpsons actually like they know they like uh, the writers on the show, like knew all this stuff was going to happen in the future. I just think it's funny. And there's another episode with like Lisa is the president and uh, she's the the person who is the president before her was Trump in a different episode. That's just like creepy. But I knew he was a racist. Like, I mean, I didn't know the stuff about, you know, him and his father discriminating against black people with the the housing uh, in what was it, the 70s that that was going on um, with the, the, the lawsuit against them. But I didn't know about any of that stuff when I was watching The Apprentice. But I did know I was like, you are such a condescending piece of shit to black people all the time. He was always so condescending. And I was like, "You're racist!" Oh my Not god! Like, I've never watched an episode of The Apprentice. Thank my, thank God. But like, I could actually see him just being condescending piece of shit to black people. Didn't he? Didn't he call Little John a racial slur at one point? He called him like Uncle John or some shit like that. <laughs> he him yeah. Uncle John. And I was like, "You can't say that." And Trump was like, "Fuck you! I'm saying it." Well, what I, I, I don't remember that part, but I don't doubt it. But what I do remember is on, um, I think it was the last season of The Apprentice, Gilbert Gottfried was on and Donald Trump is being a totally condescending piece of shit to him because Gilbert Gottfried is a little bit older and he's probably not that much older than small hands. But anyway, he's like a, a little bit older and like slightly frail and everything. And um Donald Trump, Dirty Donald was being like condescending to him. And Gilbert Gottfried said, this was in the boardroom with everybody there. And he goes, thank you, mein Fuhrer. <laughs> <laughs> and the shocked faces on the of the people all around him were like, oh, my God. And everybody was so shocked. And Gilbert Gottfried laughed his fucking ass off right in front of Donald Trump's face and Donald Trump had no idea what to do and he was like ha 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 uh, nobody could get away with saying that but Gilbert ha 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 and I actually have screen grabs of the moment right before he said it yeah everybody's reaction and then Gilbert Gottfried laughing I did a little uh, t- like a little write up on it on Tumblr I'll send it to you uh, of just describing the moment and how much I love Gilbert Gottfried for being like fuck you it was so great thank you Gilbert thank you <laughs> thank you mein Fuhrer <laughs> I can see him saying that. That, that's the funny thing I love Gilbert Gottfried I can I definitely see him doing that and giving no fucks at all Oh, zero. 
Zero fucks. He should have a podcast called Zero Fucks with Gilbert Gottfried. He really should. All right, one last question. If you think yeah. the, if you think anybody within Trump administration brings the administration down, who do you think it's going to be? Anybody within the administration who brings it down? Yes. Um, I think it might be Jared. Jared. <laughs> Mr. Funny you love it, Jared. Um, I think it might be him because um he has access to so much information he's tied up in it and he's tied up in the money laundering and it seems as though his own family and his own family's interests are tied up in it isn't his father like still in jail or something um in jail yeah and i think that he he may be kind of put in a position where he has to choose about whether or not he is going to um you know continue his loyalty to his father-in-law or whether he is going to have to kind of like circle the wagons with his own family and their stuff and then distance himself. Um, And then like, you know, Ivanka's relationship with her father, it's really weird. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure some sexual things like went down. Like I think that he, he, violated his daughter when she was young and stuff. I think there's like all kinds of evidence and photographs and, you know, there's uh, allegations that he, he raped a 13 year old girl and, you know, she's on, you know, I don't know if you've seen the video on that, but it's very compelling. It's very detailed. It's very disturbing. Um, And it lines up with, you know, the fact that he hung out with Jeffrey Epstein all the time. And like that has been documented. It's not alleged. Um, and like, and so therefore when you bring that into the mix of Ivanka's relationship with her father and like how kind of deep that might go with her psychologically, uh, in terms of like repressed memories or whatever, like, and you have her husband in the position that he's in. Um, I think that that is just an incredibly dramatic and complex and disturbing, um, kind of, uh, cauldron of, uh, you know, um, stuff for for lack of a better word that is going to be quite frankly at play here. And, and therefore, you know, is he going to say, see it to his wife? Is she going to make him, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, stand by her father because she has massive Stockholm syndrome or is she going to be like, see uh, to her own father, I don't care. Like she's seems to be a status conscious kind of person. She has been, you know, in the world as much as she's been in it in New York society and business and, you know, mainstream media circles and everything like that. Being tied to her father and her father being who he is, has really tainted her, you know? And so like, is she eager to get away from that or is she so deeply, uh, uh, abused and um, messed up psychologically that she will forever be by his side and make her husband do the same. So I realize that's like many, many mouthfuls, but yes, yes. that's my kind of perception of the situation. What do you think? I mean, I think you're pretty right. I, I was reading Fire and Fury and like in the book, they say that Jared and Ivanka were like losing their shit or whatever because of so much shit that's been going down or whatever. And I feel like at the end, like 
at the end of the day, Jared or even Ivanka could probably flip on Trump because they don't want to go to prison. Jared is frail. His voice is funny. He wouldn't survive. <laughs> so he might not want to go to prison. Oh, but yeah. I, I feel like it could be just anybody in the White House at this point because literally nobody has any respect for the man and they all think that he's a giant joke. And even the people who do have like like even a little bit of respect for him are basically using him for their end goals, like Stephen Miller, like um, Bannon was doing before he left. So I feel like at the end of the day, somebody is going to have heat put on them and they're going to end up flipping and just like the shit's going to end up, you know, crumbling from there. Because it, even the whole like Trump family, I feel like every, like even everybody in his family hates him. Like obviously like Melania has been having her little affair with the security guard guy. Ooh. Um, yeah, Good for yeah. her. Yeah, you go, girl. <laughs> Don, I'm pretty sure Don Jr. hates Trump because of how Trump treated his mother. And word has it, even like when Don Jr. was younger, Trump wasn't a piece of piece of shit from to him. Like I remember hearing an account that when Don Jr. was in college or something like that, um, Trump knocks on the door or whatever. When Don Jr. answers, Trump just like slaps him. Until he like hits the floor and tells him to put on a suit and leaves. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like even Don Jr. could flip on him at some point if it's like if there's enough heat. Well, and Eric, Eric Trump is sentient baby corn, so he'll Eric, do whatever he's told. Eric, Eric reminds me of the dumb brother from Futurama. That's basically, <laughs> that's basically who he is. So I don't, I don't know, if, I don't know if Eric would flip, but I think he could be tricked into flipping because he's so stupid. He's so stupid. He doesn't. He look exactly like baby corn. He does. He does. It's. It, he looks exactly like baby corn. He looks like, he looks like a messed up vampire who would be selling heroin at a like shady club. <laughs> asking for asking for gel. Yeah, yeah. That that's Eric to a T. So, yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, I got some heroin. Will you exchange me for some gel? Or, I need so, some gel. <laughs> so yeah, anybody. I'm pretty sure anybody in that White House. Like, when the heat gets hot enough, they're going to end up flipping, and Trump's not going to have any allies once he's not useful to anybody anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's almost like the Republicans don't, don't need him anymore because they got the giant tax break that they yeah. wanted, and he's put in all of these white supremacist piece of shit judges that are going to, you know, like, carry through whatever warped agenda they, they have in place. So it's like they're kind of done with him. But I, I, yeah, I just don't know what's going to happen because on the one hand, he is like, he's so strange because on the one hand, he is this colossal incompetent, you yep. know, like just things continuing to like fail and fail and fail. But then at the same time, he has continued to fail upward to yep. like the highest position of power. It, 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 one of, if not the highest position of power in the world. So it's like what I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he completely crashes and burns. And I also wouldn't be completely surprised if he like some and, and the Republican and like kind of the evil powers that be and the controlled by the Koch brothers and all these like massive, you know, oligarchs and corporate overlords and shit like somehow rig shit so that he's in a position of power for not just eight years, but a third term. Like I just with such precarious times, I wouldn't be surprised by either situation. Yeah. Yeah. Trump was basically a vessel that every everybody had their own interest and Trump was basically that vessel. Once yeah. he's used up, it, it's over. It's, he serves no more use to them and he has no more allies and 
I don't know. Maybe you'll go insane before the end of the end of the, end of the, end of the, end of the cycle. I mean, that could happen. He's, it looks like he's losing his mind as time goes on. Yeah. Well, we'll see, won't we? Ugh. <laughs> That's the only thing I ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think that wraps up um, the podcast for today. Thank you for joining, Livia. And, yeah, um, thank you for having Kelly, me. It was good talking to you and the other ladies. Yeah, Kelly and Adrian ended up getting dropped a while ago, but I want to thank them for coming on. They were awesome. And thanks a lot to the listeners. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Um, if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at my Twitter, which is you know why show spelled Y O U K N O W S H O W. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a good one and God bless, job bless, or whatever you believe in. <laughs> Spirit bless. Bye. I just over and out.